Hello, and welcome to Crystal Queer, the radio podcast show hosted by me, Ali, uh, brought to you by YDN Radio Brighton and sponsored by Scene Magazine Brighton, the only free to read LGBTQ plus magazine in the UK. Once again, my name is Ali. I am the head of social media and content creator at YDN Radio Brighton. And today I'm joined by one of my close friends from Brighton herself. Um, it is, well, I'm not going to say his name because he can do that himself. <laughs> Please introduce yourself, your pronouns, and a little fun fact about you. Um, hello, I am Reese or Glitch, if you know me on the very small web. Um, I pronouns is he, him, and fun fact, um, like most every other uh, male gay, I can do the splits. You can do the splits. I've seen it with my very own eyes. I was not processing. In your kitchen? In my kitchen, exactly. It was... (laughs) It was like the first time I've come back to Brighton in six months and there's someone doing a split to my kitchen. It's great. Yeah, like, uh, why not? Well, who else but me? Exactly. Who else? I don't think any, I know anyone that's like here. So you, you can have that title. You can Thank you. I'm honoured. You're welcome. <laughs> um, on that note, Reese is probably the most, like, gamer person that I probably know in my life. So it only made mm-hmm. sense to want to do an episode about gaming, especially while going on touching with queer gaming and into the topic later on. So that's what we're going to do today. That's where we're just going to sit down and talk a little bit about gaming. If you know me, you know that I'm not a massive gamer and therefore I will be taking this as an educational um, episode myself, getting to be informed and educated. So I'll be teaching you the ways of how to be a nerd whilst thank you. Um, progressing you into you know a new sort of meaning and another thing is this episode will probably very be chaotic because Uh, us two are just exactly we just are completely terrible to each other exactly so you know there's there's nothing that could go wrong oh no nothing exactly nothing Um, will go wrong (laughs) to start off i wanted to ask um when did you kind of get into gaming and what is it about so i got into gaming very young so my brother got it uh like a a sega genesis which is a very 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 old console um and i played uh sonic the hedgehog and i never obviously like that i was admired by like all the colors and like the the characters and then i kind of just like move to like Pokemon and uh, Mario, Animal Crossing. So I kind of just like progressed more and more and more. And as I got older, obviously my taste grew even more and obviously expanded to like, um, even like games that even like told LGBTQ stories. Yeah, yeah. I think like Sonic is definitely like a very early point for a lot of people. I remember myself, like I grew up, I think I played Sonic a lot on the PSP, I think. Yeah, it was the PSP that mm-hmm. I really loved playing Sonic on. I don't know why. Very random device they played. Yeah, Sonic. very, very random. But, you know, we, we did that. <laughs> and um, I think Mario is probably a good starting point for a lot of people as well. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just something about, I don't know, going into this different world with, like, these tiny pixels and graphics and stuff, especially at a young age before, you know, it, yeah, technology exactly. what it is now. Like, that was just such an escape, I think, for a lot of people. And I think maybe for a lot of LGBTQ 
children who maybe went through a lot in their childhood yeah needed that escape um yeah completely like um we like as for so many lgbtq people we find we try to find a way that we can escape uh real life yeah i know for i know that for a fact that i wanted like video games was a completely safe space because like i could be whoever i wanted to be you know creating like characters and then like playing like completely you know fictionalized like worlds that i felt safe in really and that's that's when you started playing as princess peach in mario kart (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes you've got my main straight away i mean i've just i've got a gotta talk about that you know we can't keep that in the back for too long um on that note um what what were kind of like the first um instances of finding lgbt um kind of role play i guess you can call it in video games that you can remember oh um so this is a fun fact so like growing up i played the sims yeah. so i would have a, i because my i didn't have like an expensive like graphical like amazing pc so i played it on my phone and i would create like my male sim and then i would create another male sim and then we would you know do all sorts you know like the whole yeah woohoo that's it i don't know why i thought it was cool for some reason but we would do woohoo yeah. And then for some reason, because like growing up, you're like, oh, this is just wrong. I can't believe I'm doing it. So I literally would like, like play it and then like delete it afterwards. Cause I was just like, no, I'm not doing yeah. it. I'm not doing it. And then I would do it again. Yes. Yeah. That's so um, funny though, because I was, I was, yeah. part of my head was like really hoping that you would say The Sims because <laughs> it was exactly this. Like you've literally basically minute by minute i've just explained exactly my childhood <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we have i'm glad we have that some sort of similar mindset thing. exactly like i used to do the same thing I, I i remember i would make my sim and i'd be like yeah this time around my goal is that i'm gonna get with a woman i'm gonna get married to a woman and we're yes have kids and all that stuff yeah never yeah happened. like exactly <laughs> like even i did i would create like women like sims as well yeah but then I would get them two together and not with my male sim. <laughs> so it would literally just be like this whole like gay house. Yeah. I wonder. And they would just be woohooing all the time. Oh, literally. I wonder if EA and like the Sims community, like creators in general, I wonder if they know how much of like a place they've got for LGBT children. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that. I mean, they've, I know, I don't know if they were adding stuff of like pronouns and like yeah. transgender characters because i think that's a lot more i don't know i've never played much the sims of four has started to get or... a lot more into that i think the sims four has got like options of um i think you can kind of be like um intersex and intergendered I love and, that yeah and i think you can kind of like you can choose the way your sim walks regardless of whether you're sim yeah yeah um so I, I mean, they are trying to get into that, and maybe with the Sims Five, whenever that happens, it gets even more. Mm. But it is it. They do their best. I I do give them full credit into. Yeah, I, I definitely best. agree. What and I feel think? like. Oh yeah, go on. Um, even after once I played the Sims, I um, which is like bounce bounces back to EA. Like yeah. I um, I played games from Bioware called Dragon Age and Mass Effect. And they were original like stories that was like set in fictionalized worlds. 
and like your character could be gay and like it wouldn't affect the story at all it would just be a part of it it's kind of like that idealized world that we kind of don't have yet but you can experience that world through that video game which it makes a lot of sense why a lot of people whether you are lgbt or any form of oppressed you know minor in general would kind of be attached to that because it kind of just it's that world completely yeah 100 percent um and i'm curious to know because there's a lot of like um gay well quote-unquote gay games like um dream daddy dating simulator and um coming out on top um, which are both games that we've talked about quite a bit. Yes, endlessly, life. especially coming out on top. Especially coming out on top. But I am curious to know, do you, as a gamer yourself, do you consider them um, cringy or would you consider them helpful? Um, Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like they don't. Because they're not exactly playing up on like the gay stereotypes. Yeah. Coming from from when I've played uh, Dream Danny and coming out on top, they're very much kind of like you're kind of like going through like love, really. You're like trying to find someone, really. And it's not exactly playing stereotypes. Obviously, there's like characters that are like different, like gay men traits that. Yeah. we especially if you've been on grinder that like you know i'm part of that tribe that you want to like look for yeah, yeah. but i wouldn't necessarily say they're cringy would you say they're cringy i wouldn't say they're cringy um i think my problem that i had with coming out on top was um the main character was very like super masculine um presentation yeah. of a gay man yeah and i mean of Obviously, that is true for a lot of people, but it's not true for everyone. Um, yeah. For example, for myself playing that game, like regardless of maybe even pushing out the fact that you're playing as that main character, the other love interests in the game were also quite monotone and masculine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There wasn't many diverse inclusion of different types yeah. of men in the game, so I think that was a bit of my problem. But also, the game is quite old. Not like old, old, but like dated a little bit so yeah it is kind of dated a little bit and like i feel like probably it would have benefited more if you could like be like customize your own character and then have a little bit more range i know they added a lot more dating options and obviously they had that infamous um goldfish option yes they have that which you love love i've still not gone through it i need to do that because i i like mentally scoring myself apparently (laughs) Please. If you guys don't know about the goldfish option, you should. <laughs> yes, Google it. Yeah, Google it. Because I don't be think... You won't look at goldfish the same way again. No, no. I would, I would, we would go into description, but I think Spotify would be like, girl, get out. Be mature. <laughs> Literally. Um, but no, like with um with Dream Daddy though, I will I I will say because it's such a wholesome game like you know it's filled with like dad jokes and yeah dad bods and all that stuff i do think it was easier for them to get away with a couple things because they have their own niche um mm-hmm. so it couldn't be criticized as much as coming out on top would be um yeah but i don't yeah i don't think they're cringy i do think that they can be a bit um cheesy but that's not necessarily a bad thing either yeah i wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad thing either because like they they can they are like good examples of like queer yeah. representation in video games yeah. and 
you know, there there have been like, you know, other bad examples across all of media that I'm sure everyone knows. So I guess it's just it's almost just like paving the way to like even more better content for us, which yeah. is a good thing, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know that you're gonna kind of focus a bit of your um uni projects in third year in regards to um, video games and queer identities and even trans correct and um your vid in in video games i am curious to know a little bit about um because i don't know much about it i'm curious to know a little bit more about how trans identities have been developing in the video game industry yeah Yeah. um so that is a huge big one that was i think out uh last year i haven't played it yet it's a game called Tell Me Why, and it tells the story of uh, two siblings, um, one girl and then one who is a trans male. Yeah. And then they kind of, I don't know what actually happens because I haven't really played or seen much of it, but they kind of like go through life, really. Um, I think a certain event happens. Um, I'm sure someone will yeah. fill me in at some point. Um, but it's 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 a huge thing because the one of the lead protagonists is like a trans is a trans male and like like that's like huge because like I've never seen anything like that yeah in like a video game before I think like a lot of people as well myself included would when you think about like the video game industry you immediately go into like super super geeky super nerdy hyper masculine people that would be turning their nose against that they'll be like no, yes what the fuck is that? that's yeah disgusting. like why are we doing that in video games but very think, masculine like no yeah. no no girls allowed kind no of shit. No Asians. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> exactly but it's like i think i find it interesting that regardless like the video game industry isn't really making that like an accountable thing yeah. not letting that stop them from creating the games that they want to create and i think the difference between the video game industry and like say hollywood is that you get to choose what games you want to play um so if that's not your thing you just go towards what is your thing if you don't like i don't know trans characters in a game play call of duty i don't know yeah, exactly. Play a boring game like Call of Duty or Fortnite, <laughs> you know? It's going to turn into like an episode of just slandering Call of Duty, even though I <laughs> grew up playing that game all the time, but whatever. Oh my god, who hurt I, you? I know, I used to be like an avid Call of Duty Mortal Kombat. I still love Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat is actually a bit of a gay game, not going to lie. Oh yeah, like, you know, some of the outfits that, oh, you know, yeah. and like very, the bold Very kid. revealing characters that I don't yeah. think anyone should be fighting in, but, you know, good for you. Maybe they're trying to fight for their, like, affection. Yes, that is true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go, the Mortal Kombat discourse. <laughs> Today's music feature for Crystal Queer is a YGN Radio Brighton favorite and a YGN Radio Brighton alumni and a longtime supporter and a longtime everything. We love them at YGN Radio Brighton. And I'm so excited to have them featured on my show, Crystal Queer. Today, this is the Pink Diamond Review with their song, Miss Lonely Hearts. I want to know a little bit about um, how you feel like this new integration of like the music industry and the video game industry are um, mm-hmm. and how effective that is. Because I feel like going off of what I just said about how um, a lot of people wouldn't expect queer identities in video games, but it's so funny because a lot of queer icons and queer like affiliated singers are the ones that are being connected to the video game industry right now like gaga doing the for- while well, planning to do the fortnite concert yeah ariana 
and Ava Max doing the Roblox concert and stuff. What what do you think about that? Do you find that quite interesting or? I find it quite interesting because obviously last year, as we all know, like we you couldn't really attend concerts really, or do pretty much anything really. No. Um, you just had to like sit at a computer or you know twiddle your thumbs or something. Live your life. Yeah, yeah live your life you know in your bedroom like how I mostly did grow it up so you before know, the pandemic happened yeah <laughs> exactly um so like I feel like with music integrating more into like video games like video game soundtracks they're all they've becoming so much more um produced now and like you know scores you can get like orchestras so it only makes sense that video game like uh, companies like try to integrate real like, like you know real big artists to do concerts really like little cat um little nasty x in um uh, roblox oh yeah. But, yeah like that like that's a huge queer artist that and did something what i know i mean correct me if i'm wrong but from what i know the roblox community is full of like smaller audiences so yeah you know queer identities is not necessarily something that they're completely familiar with so having mm. like Lil Nas X kind of doing like his own little Roblox concert is a big deal yeah exactly and like it's just a, it's like obviously it's just like a it was all of them have been completely free yeah. so it's like even like with how the year went like it's you could still kind of like experience like live music in a safe environment really uh, yeah that's actually very good point good for all of us really yeah it's a very good point like um i think it's a very creative way to do it as well like um how many more times are you going to like pay for a live concert that is been done by every artist that is alive yeah at this point? like how many exactly times how many time? more times are we gonna have to glue ourselves to a screen and having to refresh a page in order to hopefully find tickets <laughs> Exactly. That definitely did not happen yesterday. That, that did not. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> I've tried to block. So for those of you who are listening, um, we've got Lord tickets and it was a very painful process getting those Lord tickets. Yes. Very stressful. We, we endlessly tried. And if you yeah. haven't got any, I feel sorry for you. Honestly, I know that today the general sale was on. So fingers crossed if you guys are Lord Dan, I hope you got your tickets. If you didn't, um, yeah, praise the almighty Lord, you know, not yeah. not the other Lord, but no, the main, you know, one that we actually main, main female one, you know. <laughs> um, but I also find it quite interesting in sound. You mentioned soundtracks and um, I think soundtracks are quite like an underrated um, aspect of both the yes. music industry and TV shows and movies in general. Um, and I find it really interesting for something like Grimes doing the cyberpunk. Um, soundtrack and I think it kind of brings the two worlds together in the sense of if you're not interested in playing cyberpunk you still get to experience a bit of it through the soundtrack and if you yeah are interested in the game then you kind of get the best of both worlds you get both Grimes music and you get the game as well um but why do you think it is that like soundtracks are just kind of pushed aside people don't seem to listen to them much I guess it's just like most people like only just play it for the, like the story or yeah. like the gameplay like mu like sometimes music is just a second thought yeah but like you know if if you were playing a game and they had like zero music 
it would just be like really like just silence yeah. and it wouldn't exactly you wouldn't remember it then because you or you would just rather think of it as the game that literally had no sound or no music at all I and i guess the video game industry yeah exactly and like you know as i said like video game musics are so good now like i created like playlists that have just got like video game musics because like I remember like experiencing through like Pokemon and Persona yeah. like with the music and it it, it hypes you up Absolutely. it really does because you're like invested into it but at the same time it hypes you up and then when you like keep failing the same mission over and over and again you have to hear the same oh music, yeah you're like just shut up I don't want to hear you anymore just yeah literally like if you're like going through like the same thing and you just like you know you suck at the game you just want to just mute it I know I do I mean when I played um Undertale I love the Undertale soundtrack to death and when I went some of the songs have gone viral on TikTok and people still use it and that made me really happy just seeing it played with a big mm-hmm. platform like TikTok, but I remember when I was playing the game, like I would keep losing the same point over and over again to the point where I had to like mute the game and I'd be like, let me just get past this. <laughs> I'll listen to you later. <laughs> but um, damn, you need to get good. On a well, yeah, maybe I do. Maybe maybe this is the problem. Maybe this is it. <laughs> maybe this is why I don't yeah. play video games. Um, but speaking of Undertale, I was gonna mention earlier, but I think a big aspect of the undertale game that i think um found a lot of soft spots with a lot of people especially in the tumblr um community was the fact that you had a genderless character that you played as there was no gender to them there was no there was nothing you chose what the character was going to be you chose if it was going to be a woman if yeah. it was a man or if it was going to be non-binary and um i think that was a massive part of the appeal for me that was probably mm-hmm. one of the biggest reasons why i kind of wanted to play it because that alone, like knowing that that was the context that they were going to go with, was enough for me to know that the whole game is going to be very diverse, yeah. inclusive, and wholesome. And it was. And till this day, it probably is my favorite game that I've played. Um, See, as like a gamer, and like I never actually knew that yeah, about yeah. like that aspect of Undertale because around when Undertale came, came out, there was just this whole kind of like within the fandom like this whole kind of like negative like aura that yeah that was just like really like hateful towards each other which you know is like considering the whole messages about undertale it's like it beats like the complete opposite what it you know is doing exactly definitely definitely haven't been around that kind of fandom before yeah no (laughs) no no never experienced that in my life um no it's just like it's so weird when it's like a game that was literally made and designed to be just so sweet and bubbly and cute and then the fans are like raging rabbit yeah like like what's the deal what happened where did we go wrong yeah do you need to talk to a therapist or something (laughs) what do we do wrong honestly toby (laughs) what have you done exactly um but I am curious to know, like, what are you kind of, um, take a shot every time I've said, I'm curious to know, Jesus Christ, that was a drinking game. Um, but God, you've never been this more curious I know, about I'm me. so curious. I just, <laughs> wow, okay. this is me coming out. <laughs> but, again. Again, yeah, for the second time. No, but I am curious to know. 
Um, what are kind of your hopes and expectations for um, LGBT representation in video games for the future? What would you like to see? Oh, I guess... Um, hmm. Because I feel like there is, you know, we've kind of like progressed even more, you know, I, in terms of like gay, gay men, women. I feel like, you know, a lot more transgender uh, characters that can be in the story and they just happen to just be part of it. I remember going back to Dragon Age, which is a well that is just like you know fantasy medieval and there's um, a character that is a transgender male and it just happens to like find out about it and then it's what it is yeah. i would love to see also non-binary characters yeah. just you know progress in what in like the game it just happened to be there um i'd also love them to be like the main protagonist Mm-hmm. just just make just make the whole game gay that's all i'd want <laughs> just make a game spelled g-a-y-m-e yeah that's don't make it don't make it as bad as that um netflix show no let's not do q4 let's yeah let's, just let's don't start, can we start a petition to cancel q4 support yeah years? like no yes please like you. if there's any video game developers listening please <laughs> Don't, don't do it. Watch the trailer, and that's exactly why you need to not do (laughs) Yes, just not do it. Just look at it, and then just, like, burn it. Exactly. Cancel your Netflix subscription if you have to, to make a point. Oh, my God. Boycott Netflix for making Yeah, just do it. (laughs) But, no, I think, like, I think um, the video game industry is a very inclusive one as far as um, it can go for now. Yes. I think if they keep going the way that they have been going for the past couple of years, they should be doing fine. I don't see Yes, that. definitely. Because, like, in my kind of, like, friend group of, like, who are gamers, yeah. a lot of them are transgender mm-hmm. and then, like, non-binary mm-hmm. because, like, obviously they feel more included and safe to be in it. Exactly. Like, it, it needs to be, I think... A lot of more video game creators need to take that into consideration. Um, exactly. Know your audience and cater to your audience, basically. Yes. Um, but I that's kind of like the questions that I've kind of had to go through. But I am curious. Again, I'm fucking curious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I am curious to know if there's any points or anything that I might have not mentioned that you would have liked to put in about any video games you liked in particular maybe or whatever um, um god well obviously i've mentioned a lot of n- nearly every bioware game um uh, another good game that came out recently that i played on my quote-unquote ps5 yeah <laughs> <laughs> one of the lucky like ones um he said sorry if you guys didn't get one but yes sorry i'm just too lucky i guess um (laughs) is bug snacks and for those who don't know it basically you are kind of like this muppet kind of like sesame street kind of like character you don't really see them um and you are put in this like island called snack island and then you find like these inhabitants creatures 
that are part like insect and also part food. I know it's, I it sounds delicious. They sound delicious, but trust me, the story is very, towards the end. It's it's very fucked up. Right. Um, right. It makes you question. It makes you look at food, and then you just don't want to like look at it okay. for like maybe thirty minutes or so. Right. Um, oh. And I bring this up because the um, the there are like obviously characters in it, and um, I would say like half of them are queer. Like oh, there's like couples, like the main person that you're trying to find, um, uh, God, Elizabeth. Uh, and she's like a lesbian and she's like a couple with the doctor and then there's like another gay couple there's also a non-binary character as well um like that game is great i mean i would definitely play it on ps4 or ps5 if you have <laughs> and definitely not on epic games just not yeah just non-epic games. If you're a gamer and you know about epic games, you know exactly what I'm I talking will. about. That's something that I'm gonna have to educate. I'm gonna have to like go yes. on Google and be like, hmm. yes. After after this, Google it, and then you and then you'll probably oh. send me a message on Snapchat later. You were right. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Reese, for joining me and. No worries. It was lovely to talk about one of my favorite subjects that I you know. that you I know, you've been dying to know. I know you've been dying to come on and just do this. Yes. So you're welcome. Definitely. <laughs> um, and on that note, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And I will see you next Friday. Goodbye.